0: Hey there, welcome to Elsa Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. Together we're the founders of LSATDemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking Elsa. Today we have an email from Rosalie.
1: Rosalie says, hi gentlemen, hi gentleman. Hmm. That would be a gentleman with an E, Rosalie. Uh, I'm a rising senior at Temple University. I have decided that it may be easiest for me to try to enroll in law school consecutively to finishing undergrad Since I will remain in, quote, school mode. I don't know. My gut reaction to that is law school and undergrad are two totally different things. Why do you want to remain in school mode? What if it's time for you to get out of school mode and get a job and see the real world for a little while and then decide whether you actually want to do law school?
0: Oh, that's my main concern. Your reason for immediately going into law school is just not that good of one, right? I'd be much more worried about whether or not you should go, not whether you should go now or in a year.
1: Yeah. It's this like default assumption that I am going to definitely go to law school, so I might as well go right now. Mm-hmm. But Rosalie, we don't think people should do it. <laughs> I mean, we we think if there's anything else you can do with your life, you should do something else. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's great that you have these aspirations. I, I just, I don't know. There's, there's, there are happier lives that don't involve law school. I think frequently I'm a first gen college student and will be the first in my extended family to attend any sort of graduate program. That's great. I'm sure they're super proud of you. I have plans currently to take the LSAT twice since I have a fee waiver for two, one in September and one in November, would those dates give me an optimal timed application for admission fall of 2023?
0: Not optimal. If you're taking it in November, you're going to be getting your score back in late November, early December. A lot of applications have already been submitted and scholarships have already been awarded.
1: Yeah, optimal means the best. Optimal means ideal, the best way to do it. And that's not In our book, the best way to do it. We want you applying in September or next September or the September after that. So I think you should definitely now be planning on a gap year if you want to apply optimally. You're asking us about applying optimally. So, optimal for you would be wait, don't take the LSAT in September and November just because you're trying to force in an application for fall of 2023. Instead, Plan your LSATs, you know, when you're actually ready to take the LSATs and then apply in the fall of 2023 for admission in the fall of 2024. Yep. Rosalie continues I've been listening to both of your podcasts while I work throughout the day. I work remote and spend eight hours a day looking at spreadsheets. And by doing so, that is listening to the podcasts. I've gone from scoring 143 on my first practice test to 152 this past weekend. I also spend about an hour each day in the evening working on questions slash argument mapping, whatever that means, slash LSAT demon. Uh, Rosalie, you didn't learn argument mapping from us, so probably not a thing that you need to do. Uh, Rosalie says, I have the basic plan, but I only have time for one full length exam a week. Is taking one a week not enough? No, it's too
0: much. Go ahead. Why? (laughs) You're scoring in the low 150s. Right now, you need to be doing drilling and time sections so that you can thoroughly review the questions you do. When you're doing a full test, uh, you're then needing to review that, but you're probably spreading that out over days after you take the test. And then... You're not giving yourself time to even do drilling and immediate review. It's just just not an effective way to study until you're scoring higher. Um, It's not that you shouldn't do tests. You could do one maybe once every two weeks or three weeks, but they're just not high on your priority list. What should be high on your priority list is drilling and time sections so that you can carefully review the ones you get wrong as soon as you're done.
1: Yep. Rosalie continues, also, I already have one letter of recommendation in the portal from my current boss, but I'm still waiting on a second from my previous professor. I asked her last semester as I had her twice in a row and we really connected. I also got high A's in both classes. So I asked and she said yes. So I completed the appropriate form on LSAC website, but I have yet to receive one. And now it's been two months. Should I reach back out to her or use the LSAC function to re-notify
0: her? Uh, Reach back out to her. It's not unreasonable. I mean, these professors tend to give themselves a lot of time to write these letters. But if you haven't talked to her for two months, that's on you. You should also have a timeline from her. When you reach back out, you should say, hey, I just want to see how that letter is going and see what she says. And then... If she doesn't give you a timeline to say, thanks for your help, when do you think that you'll get to that? <laughs> so you can understand what the plan is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should worry about it too much because you're you're not going to apply. If you're following our advice, you're not going to apply until fall of 2023 anyway. But these letters are good. Once you get them in, you don't have to worry about updating them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, tick off this box so that you don't have to think about it anymore Um, follow up with this professor you like her anyway so why don't you check in yep Um, get it done i have a 4.0 and plan to keep it that way good as well as multiple extracurriculars a job throughout my entire education a current internship missing serial comma and volunteer experience I know LSAT is more important than the rest, but I was curious as to how much my other credentials may help me in the long run. Other
0: than give you life experience, they're not going to help you with your application. Your LSAT score is what's really going to help you. And your GPA. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that you've somehow maintained a 4.0 with all this other stuff. I almost wonder how much of this other stuff is really happening. Like, it, it seems almost impossible. Multiple well. extracurriculars. A job, like how long of a job, a current internship
1: and volunteer experience. Yeah, I I would agree. Like, I mean, be careful how much of that you share on your personal on your like applications, because when you have all of these things, a skeptical person, you know, naturally, Ben is going to go, really? How it's not possible that you did all that. So I would emphasize the very best of those things. And just ignore all the rest of it. And they're, they're not helping your application. So
0: unless you have some like labor of love for each of these things, drop the ones that you're not
1: thoroughly enjoying. Yeah, like, because give spend yourself more that time, time on and the LSAT. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the LSAT is just the thing. So none of this other shit matters compared to the LSAT. LSAT but, and GPA. You've got the GPA dialed in. That's great. Get the yeah. LSAT where it needs to be, Rosalie. 152 yeah. ain't it. You've made good progress from 143 to 152, but you know, by the time you actually apply in fall of 2023, that could be a 172. We've seen people do that, Rosalie. 143 to 172, not unheard of these days. Yeah. And it will, you know, you've got the work ethic. Why are you wasting all of that work ethic on all this other nonsense? I mean, I don't I don't want to be insulting. Like your your volunteer experience, your internship, these things could be great experiences for you to get. But if they're busy work, if you're doing them for a resume item, especially if you're doing them for credentials that might help you in law school applications, you are definitely wasting your time. You're focusing on the wrong shit. Yeah, this should be LSAT focused. Well, just dropping
0: one of these things could (laughs) free up a lot of hours for Rosalie.
1: So. Right. Yeah. Rosalie, man, I have high hopes for you. Yeah. Rosalie says as any guidance is great. As you both have great pointers for students like myself who may be in a little over their heads. Thank you, Rosalie. Yeah. I mean, maybe unbury yourself a little bit from all of these obligations. Yeah. Take some steps back because these things don't matter compared to your LSAT. They only matter when all else is equal. And by all else, I mean, LSAT. So like you with a 162 and all this shit compared to somebody else with a 172, you're not even in the conversation. They could have zero on their record and you're just not in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Need to reprioritize there and and make the LSAT first. Grades first, but LSAT. After that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks for writing in, Rosalie. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.